Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. It is uh, our number duh of the uh, Rob Carson Show, and there is much to get to as it uh, progresses. If you get the chance to go to IWantNewsMax.com, that is IWantNewsMax.com, it will get you uh, signed up to, uh, well, you'll, you'll fill all the information you need to know. With regard to uh, uh, DirecTV dropping Newsmax uh, the night before last at midnight, you know, kind of like the uh, document dumps and the uh, uh, and the news story dumps that happened with Capitol Hill on a Friday night, so nobody will notice it. They thought they could do it at midnight; it would be no big deal. This at the very beginning of uh, of uh, well, let's just say it. Uh, Donald Trump announced his presidency. He, he announced it last year, which was you know a month ago, <clears throat> and he's beginning campaigning. Newsmax, the only uh, the only major uh, news network that carries Trump rallies. That's one of the reasons. Do you suppose that maybe was one of the reasons that the Directv, since they went ahead and uh, got rid of last year, they got rid of uh, uh, OAN because the, some Democrats said that they've spread misinformation and disinformation, and they were able to get rid of OAN last year, and and so they decided to just uh, drop uh, d- drop uh, Newsmax this year. And I mean, if you're sitting back and you go, oh, Newsmax, I don't care about Newsmax. Well, I hate to tell you this, but if you like Fox News, um, the other network that the Democrats last year, backed by Nancy Pelosi, the worst House Speaker in the history of the country, uh, the other network they want to get rid of is Fox. So, thought you should know. (laughs) I thought you should know. So uh, if you would, please go to IWantNewsMax.com. And if they don't do it, just uh, tell them, you know what? Um, I think I'm done. I think you can climb up on my roof, get that old satellite dish out there. I don't even need it anymore. There's a ton of streaming services and everything. So I'm, I'm golden, actually. I'll save the money. Uh, bye-bye. And bye-bye. And bye-bye. Two-thirds of Americans say Biden taking classified material from the White House is a serious problem. Eight in ten agree uh, the special counsel to probe the document scandal is the right move. Two-thirds say the whole ordeal is a serious problem. Eighty-four percent of Americans agree with Attorney General Merrick Garland's appointment of a special uh, probe which Joe Biden normally is completely down with, uh, to uh, probe President Joe Biden's classified document scandal. 67% feel the whole ordeal is a serious problem. This is a left-leaning, this is a right-leaning poll. This is uh, somebody probably Newsmax. No, CNN. There's a CNN poll. CNN SSRS. 
Only 60% of respondents overall say they disapprove of the appointment of a special counsel to investigate the president's mishandling of classified information. And realize, or realize again, do I have to say this again? I think I do. That it's not about the documents. It's not about the documents. Some people think it's about the documents, and they would be wrong. There are other, um, well, for instance, Obama, Clinton, and both Bushes turned over all classified documents to the National Archives. Their offices confirm in the midst of a political uh, Biden scandal, and other fi- uh, files were found at, at Pence's uh, residence. Now, uh, you know, uh, Mike Pence, he he volunteered the fact that he had, uh, he had the classified documents, and I kind of liken it to the swamp defending Joe Biden, you know, uh, because he's a swamp dweller. And so it's like, look, I have classified documents. I, it's kind of reminiscent of this movie scene, actually. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I have classified documents. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I took documents. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I use uh, documents, classified documents, as kindling in my fireplace and toilet paper. That and the Constitution, if I'm a Democrat. It's not about the documents. It's not about the documents. It's about abject corruption by the President of the United States uh, and uh, and uh, buying access. Our enemies buying access, which appears to have worked quite well because the Penn Biden Center, which is uh, is a uh, money laundering operation, essentially. Uh, I, I, that's my constitutionally protected opinion. That got uh, you know, 51 million of uh, like 70 million donated by anonymous Chinese donors to the university. And oddly enough, donations to the Penn Biden Center went up 400% from China right after Joe Biden announced that he was going to run for president. And oddly enough, all of the donations coming from Russian oligarchs, seriously, $250 million a year from Russian oligarchs to the, to the Clinton Global Foundation, which has done nothing but make the Clintons super-duper rich, those donations stopped, and they shut down the Clinton Global Foundation after she lost the 2016 election. So you put two and two together. Here's Miranda Devine talking about the uh, the latest uh, document that we found uh, the day before yesterday, which ties Hunter Biden and classified documents into, uh, into an international scandal. This email is like nothing else that Hunter has written in the entire nine years covered by the laptop. It is extremely long, 1,300 words. It's very detailed, very well informed, well written. Um, you know, it reads like an official document, even it reads like a classified document. There's information in there that's not readily available. He sounds very knowledgeable and uh, very breezy about it. And you have to remember that this is at a time... He was very, very knowledgeable. He could tell you which girls were working which street corners in uh, Hollywood, down on uh, Hollywood and Vine. Uh, Jaina used to work there. She was fantastic. Very knowledgeable. A month before he joined the Burisma board. He needed money desperately and uh, to feed his drug habit. And to pay the prostitutes because, you know, you don't pay a prostitute. There's a guy in charge. He'll come and visit you. This is Mike uh, Davis. He is with the R- R- Article 3 uh, project on Steve Bannon show talking about uh, Joe Biden and what he did with the classified documents and why it's not about the classified documents. It's about why they were at Biden properties. Do you, do you think, do we think that people are spending 
you know, $80,000 a month to hire Hunter Biden for his strategic genius on anything other no. than cracking and hookers. Oh, you get the best I mean, crack. Th- it, it's obvious they're they're compromised. It's obvious with this 22-point email that Miranda Devine uh, exposed that uh, that Hunter is using classified information on Ukraine to to help the Biden family line their pockets. That's yeah, kind of interesting. And Ukraine, 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 and... Ukraine just got a half a billion dollars in tanks from us and didn't even say thank you. Yeah, there, that's how they are over there. Here's a little bit more from uh, Mike, uh, Mark, no, 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 Mike Davis from the Article 3 uh, Foundation talking about uh, what's going to happen. And, and I uh, kind of agree, actually. I've, I do believe that the Democrats will do their level best to avoid an impeachment. And all of the, you know, the BS associated with the impeachment, you're, you're down with the impeachment, da, 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 da. Uh, it's going to be a little bit quicker than that. Well, it, well President Biden would have to resign. If, if, that, what, what? if they can prove this, if you can link the stolen classified documents yeah. to uh, this document and lining the Biden's pockets, making millions of dollars off of their uh, stolen classified intel on Ukraine, he, he'd have to resign. This is this is what gets uh, much less than this gets sent people gets people sent to prison. Hmm. There was a woman who was just sent to prison for merely uh, she was she was working for the military in Hawaii mm-hmm. and she took classified documents from uh, her office to her home. There was no evidence that she misused the documents, that she just transported them. Wasn't sleeping with the Chinese spy or anything and on the Intel Committee uh, with Congress. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. Biden Justice Department had her put in prison. So if you're going to put someone in prison for just transporting documents from your office to your home, no evidence of misuse, what's the crime? What's the espionage crime if you're stealing classified documents and using it to make millions of dollars for your family, Biden would have to resign. They would. I mean, there would be criminal charges. Yeah. And I told you, it's not about the documents. It's about the criminality. And Joe Biden has expended his usefulness. And anybody who's serious knows that Joe Biden is not in charge of the country. Have you heard him speak lately? So there's some stuff going on in the background. And if they wanted to keep it out of the realm of an impeachment and all of that stuff, uh, easiest thing to do would, I don't know, appoint a special counsel and ultimately the president has to resign. Well, they're barely defending him now. The Democrats are barely defending him now. If if, if this came out that Biden used, uh, that that Hunter Biden used stolen classified records to, for this 22-point, uh, presentation to to make money in Ukraine for the Biden family. There's no question that there's no question that people like Dick Durbin would call on Joe Biden to resign. Yeah, that's that's how they behave in the swamp. You know, they uh, they just kind of uh, uh, cut you loose. You know, they cut the marionette strings, as it uh, as it were. So uh, we're going to move on to some other things here, um, including the the big to do yesterday. Did you hear the big to do? Kevin McCarthy, he uh, he grew some. I mean, in a big way. Everybody's noticed it. That Kevin McCarthy's not the same guy that he uh, used to be. He's not the uh, vinyl siding salesman. He's actually fighting for us and the American people. It's it's kind of cool. It's pretty cool. He had to because uh, twenty Republicans said, "You we're not just going to rubber stamp you as the Speaker of the House until you guarantee that you won't behave like Mitch McConnell, who uh, got an omnibus spending bill through Congress, even though the Congress 
Congress was lame duck that favored the Democrats. So uh, we have this now. And uh, and uh, yesterday, uh, Kevin McCarthy decided to kick a spy, a guy who sleeps with spies. That would be uh, that would be uh, Eric Swalwell, who, who literally I mean, there's no doubt about it. He, he was sleeping. He was he was having sex with a Chinese spy. Her name was Fang Fang, right? And uh, as soon as it got out, the Chinese government ordered Fang Fang out of the country. So essentially, they ordered Chinese takeout. And then uh, we have uh, the, uh, the despicable Adam Schiff, who for years said that he had proof that there was Russia collusion against Donald Trump. We know now that the FBI knew it was BS. We know now that Adam Schiff on the Intelligence uh, uh, Committee absolutely know that it was BS. But he went with that narrative anyway because he is a political slime ball. They both are. And so no longer, no Intelligence Committee for you guys. This is Jim Gossett. at all well <laughs> kicked off that committee the fact they're still around's a pity pencil next a proven liar Swalwell's a traitor Slave the that's why McCarthy told them both hey guys hey guys I'll see you later, Eric and Adam, Eric and Adam. Kevin had a right to be mad, Adam. Was a wise decision, cause both of them, yes, both of them, the two of them should be in prison. Uh, by the way, if you want to hear all of the satire on this radio program done by me and Mr. Jim Gossett, uh, just go to the podcast, and you can find all the digital platforms there at Newsmax.com slash listen. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. To all the American haters and anthem kneelers. I think it's misguided to protest the anthem and the flag. Yeah, we're done with you. It's The Rob Carson Show. I guess Adam Schiff has announced his candidacy for uh, Senate. <laughs> wow. I mean, honestly, uh, people of California, I, I know that there's uh, a lot of, I mean, listen, people are leaving California. People are leaving New York. I don't know who the hell live in either one of those states, to be quite honest. They're a, they've made Eden into hell. They really have. But California is a lovely, lovely, lovely state. Imagine what would happen to California if they actually pulled their heads out of their rear ends. Uh, if you look at the country, you look at Democrat-run cities around the country, it's a dystopian hell. In Seattle, they don't have enough freezer space for the young people dying of fentanyl overdoses. I wish I were kidding, but I'm not. They're young people. And if you, if you think you can walk by people in tents, people shooting up into their necks in front of a Starbucks... And you just want to blame them? I hate to tell you this, but you're a sinner too, people. I look at those people and I go, dear God in heaven, someone please help them. Help them. I've been addicted. I've been addicted. I never took fentanyl. 
my uh, my uh, drug of choice was alcohol, and I used it because you know, in really rough times, went through a lot of stuff, and and I resorted to it, and I had something miraculous happen to me over a year ago. I just stopped. There's no explanation for it. No withdrawal. No hospitalization. Nothing. It just went away. I don't even remember the taste. Don't even remember what it tastes like. It's weird. I think God had something to do with it. I really do. I really do. But we cannot have Democrat leaders continue down this path anymore. 108,000 kids died of drug overdoses, 70 plus percent from fentanyl coming from China, disguised as either uh, as other drugs, which means this wasn't drug use and abuse. This is murder. This is murder. And the fact that Adam Schiff thinks that he has any sort of hubris or, or anything worth keeping him in office is remarkable. But he knows there are a lot of like-minded people in California. So you just keep riding that train because a lot of people are leaving that state because of really, I'll just say it, uh, piss-poor leadership. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mike Pompeo says that uh, Adam Schiff uh, clearly knew that he was leaking classified documents. Pompeo said when information was supplied to Schiff and his staff, that information showed up in places it should not have with alarming regularity. It's kind of weird. Huh? Yeah, he did. And you know what's amazing? Swalwell, Swalwell was uh, banging a Chinese uh, spy, a Chinese spy. She was extorting information from him, a little bedside manner. <laughs> These two people were on the intelligence committee. It, it literally had, were exposed to the, 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 the most profound secrets the government has and endangering our security. And Pompeo says, oh, yeah, they frequently, frequently shared that information. But that didn't stop Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday from saying that uh, Schiff and Swalwell really do bring a lot to the table. In fact, actually, Adam Schiff brought a lot to the table. Uh, her name was Fang Fang, and he'd set her right up on that table. And, uh, I'll okay, say this. Uh, Representative Schiff, Representative Swalwell, uh, and uh, also represent, uh, Representative uh, Omar are, um, you know, our expertise and bring a lot to the table. With- and, of course, Representative Omar is a rabid anti-Semite who calls Israel evil. But other than that, she's awesome. Actually, with Democrats, that's perfectly fine. Comes to uh, foreign policy and national security, and we'll say this. Uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll say this. We'll say that. Um, you know, when it comes to that committee, it should not be politicized. Really, they're depoliticizing it by getting rid of those two losers. It should be independent. And, uh, oh, and again, those congressional members bring a lot of expertise uh, to that committee. Well, they know who uh, they know how to get in the pants of uh, of Chinese spies, and they know how to uh, to uh, share classified information with the media that's damaging the opposing party, and that's really valuable. That's really, really, really valuable. Kevin McCarthy, by the way, also this week announced uh, members of a subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic. You see why maybe DirecTV wants to get rid of Newsmax? Because we actually cover these stories. Yeah. And the CNN and MSNBC don't. And the bleep is about to hit the fan. You see what's going on?
So they're going to investigate coronavirus, including where the pandemic came from, because we all know it came from China and lab over there. Some of the people on there, including uh, Representative Ronnie Jackson, was uh, Donald Trump's physician, by the way. Did you know that? Uh, let's see, Nicole Maliotakis, uh, Michael Cloud, John Joyce, uh, Rich McCormick, all going to investigate uh, COVID-19 malfeasance, including the uh, latest booster that the American people paid $5 billion for that 16% of us have taken because uh, it doesn't work. You know, there's that. So a lot of stuff uh, going. Hey, Antonio Sabato Jr. joins us next. Going to talk about current events and COVID and vaccination and being an underwear model like me, because I was at one point. It wasn't a very successful campaign, but it was it was there in the early 90s. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, is specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full size in three popular calibers. If you're a first-time gun owner, EAA Corp's all-in-one 9mm MC9 striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes the MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There is a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today at EAA Corp. EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of hard-earned money. Visit EAACorp.com. That's EAACorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. Joe Biden's first year in office summed up in three words. Welcome back, Carter. That's not right. It's not fair to us. And honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's the Rob Carson Show. We have a special guest on the Newsmax Hotline. Antonio Sabato Jr. is a uh, an actor, model, reality star, host, uh, entrepreneur. Uh, he, like me, a conservative, another thing that we have in common, he doesn't realize this. I, too, was a, was an underwear model. I was not very successful, though. I, I didn't, they didn't sell any. It was a lesser-known brand. It was a Walmart brand. But anyway, Antonio Zapato Jr., he joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. How you doing, Fred? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I want to open with, uh, <clears throat> I thought something kind of interesting this morning. You saw that Newsmax was deplatformed from DirecTV at midnight the night before last. And we're trying to you change it. And then somebody called me this morning and said, Rob, you know what? I said, what? Well, you know, last year, 
the Congress, a couple of Democrats and Nancy Pelosi were able to deplatform OAN from DirecTV. They literally were in contact with, and they also wanted to do Newsmax and Fox. They were able to get rid of Newsmax, and then all of a sudden they decided to deplatform deplatform DirecTV. Or DirecTV decides to deplatform Newsmax right as Donald Trump's rallies start. And guess who carries Trump rallies almost exclusively? That would be Newsmax. What do you think about that? Well, that's the system doing the, the best that they do, you know. I mean, they do this every single day. They do it uh, in, in the political world. They do it in this. I mean, they own everything. They they have the future in the hands, you know, and uh, and that's how they do things. So I'm not surprised. I know exactly what they're doing. I know how they do it. Just a matter, you know, the only thing you can do is just to, to worry about yourself, your family, to take care of your country and to, to go ahead because the system is too strong you can't beat it they'll 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 get you they'll arrest you they'll take you away and ultimately they'll take you It'll take your life. I mean, that's just how it goes. You know? Yeah, so. you know, I, I was uh, been talking about this because I have said that uh, uh, conservatives have uh, essentially dealt with uh, conservative apartheid the last 30 years. I know this. I started writing for Rush Limbaugh around 1989, right out of college. And uh, and I noticed it everywhere. Rush Limbaugh couldn't get advertisers. You know, he had a Florida Orange Juice decide they was going to advertise. And, uh, you know, the left immediately went uh, after Florida Orange Juice. And I've heard it again and again and again. Uh, you can name the, uh, you know, on one hand, the number of conservatives in Hollywood, that's how the conservative thought suppression that I say is uh, is apartheid has been going on. And, and I came up with an expression the other day, Antonio, and I wonder what you think. Um, Dem Crow, D-E-M Crow, Dem Crow. Dem Crow is, uh, for instance, there was a Fox, this young uh, Fox News uh, reporter just wrote a book, and he goes into a restaurant, I believe it was in Florida. The owner of the, the uh, restaurant heard him talking out loud and said, I don't disagree with your speech, you have to leave. Now, when is the last time you heard the expression, we don't serve your kind here? That's where I came up with the idea of Dem Crow. It is an it, for him. I call it a, a political uh, version of the Woolworths counter. Um, what do you think about that? Have you experienced that? Have you experienced this uh, this uh, uh, apartheid with regard to coming out as a conservative in in, a, in an industry such as yours? I think it's I think it's bigger than that. I think uh, you know in the old days or you know several years ago it was the Democrats against the Republicans. And by the way, I'm an independent. I make yeah. my own mind. I don't I don't take I don't take sides with any parties. And I got my own parties, and that was that is with Jesus Christ. But what I'm saying is that you know it's bigger than that because both systems, both parties, and the whole thing is owned by a lot of powerful people, the globalists, people that own companies, they own the stock, they own properties, they own the market, they own everything. Okay, and they. And they make decisions for everybody else, and they control everybody else below them, like politicians and congressmen and presidents. You know, they own everything. That's why Donald Trump stood out because he's not, he's not owned by by anyone. You know, yeah. so uh, but everybody else is, even the Republicans, all of them, for most part. So when you look at it that it that way, you just got to say, you know, the system that owns everything. If you see it that way, you're actually awake and and you can see it and that's a really beautiful thing because you can see the two the two worlds there's a reality world and there's another world that is created by the system that makes you do certain things and makes you do the same thing every day and follow the herd you know like the sheep follows another sheep and they all fall off the the cliff and so you know i think it's bigger than that both parties both people our own. Now, the Democrats would do a lot more damage because they're very obvious about just destroying cities, the inner cities yeah. and states and so forth. But the Republicans are much they're in it as well because they're not fighting. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not really 
fighting for 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 their principles at the end of the day uh, as they should, but because they're they're owned, yeah. you know, by private interests and, and money owns everything, and, and powerful people own everything, and they and they run the world. What do you think uh, when you're looking at this classified document scandal? <clears throat> with uh, yep. with regard to Joe Biden, and, I, and I've done a, a good amount of research on this, uh, and it really isn't about the documents. It really is, and if you think it's about the documents, you're insane. It's about abject corruption. It's about selling uh, political influence, and it really started, I, I think, uh, uh, with the Clintons. That's when it started where you could move into the White House uh, with very little money and leave being a multi-multi-multi-millionaire approaching billionaire without building anything, without uh, investing anything bringing anything to the market and i would i would venture to say it's an oligarchy what are your thoughts on uh, uh, joe biden's classified document scandal and what do you what is your gut tell you is going to happen to joe biden i think they want joe biden out yep. i mean the fbi released these files and they're going to continue to release other stuff because let me tell you something if they wanted joe biden in power they would they would have never released any of this stuff imagine doing uh, a, a raid over at Obama's house or the Clintons, you yeah. know, and going over right now and seeing the stuff that they have, yeah. it would be incredible. That would never happen because the system owns the FBI, the system owns the CIA, the system owns all of them. You know, I mean, that, and, and the people that work in it, they can't do anything about it. They're owned by the system as well. And the ones that actually come out and speak, you know, they don't have much to speak of because they're, they're sh automatically shut down. So. He's going to be taken out, and and uh, Kamala, who's going to be the next one, is going to, is going to be the first female president. Um, there's a lot of things that I think are going to happen. I think she's going to be running the country even worse uh, in ways that we have never seen, even worse <laughs> than what it is right now, which is hard to believe. But uh, it's just the way it is, and I think hopefully the American people are going to wake up fully because, you know, when you're against the wall and you're in the swamp and you're actually drowning, at some point it's just like, you know what, I don't have any air. i got to get out. I got to see it for what it is, but uh, I think they, they're getting him out, purposely done, because uh, it's time. Uh, yeah. They used him as much as they could for whatever it's worth, um, <laughs> and it's pathetic and it's embarrassing. But also, there's a bigger picture, bigger than that. It's the war uh, that we're going to deal with with China, and the, the war that's going on right now in Ukraine. Pretty much right now, we declare war against Russia. Right now, yeah. we're giving. These these folks, all the weapons saying, here, take it and go fight the bully. But pretty much, you know, the bully says, well, you you're the one who gave him the weapons. It's you. So I'm going to have a problem with you and and so forth. And the list goes on. So uh, the worst is about to happen, I think, uh, yeah, in the yeah. world. And I think it's well, going to be a lot bigger than us. Well, and I, and I saw last night, I think it was Tucker talking about it, that uh, uh, now one of the goals of Ukraine is to uh, recapture Crimea. Russia has said if you go into Crimea, it's going to be world war three um the, the doomsday clock is moving close to midnight and i don't i don't like to uh mess around i don't do conspiracy theories whatever you want to call them whatever but there's a point where you kind of got to go there's something stinks here something stinks here that uh, the son the president's son was so involved with barisma the president fired the investigator looking into barisma uh he was getting 80 million bucks a month from this or eighty thousand bucks a month from this company paying his dad fifty thousand dollars in rent and now we're in ukraine and we're sending him 120 billion dollars so anybody that doesn't look at that and say huh there's something going on here then you're just not paying attention of course it is, and it's a, and it's about the economy, it's about the future, it's about ownership, and it's about making certain decisions because uh, you're trying to control uh, the future of the planet and and your private interests that you have. Um, because all these companies, you know, we've seen all these people just recently meet 
over in Europe, right? Talking about the climate and talking about this and that, traveling in their private jets and yeah. multimillionaires, billionaires of uh, probably the most billionaires surrounding, like in a really small community all yeah. at once. Yeah. You never see that happening except when they're all talking about this kind of stuff. They're talking about ownership and they're talking about how do we make this happen? How do we make this happen? Yeah. Ultimately, wars are the basically of all that. You know, it starts everything, it ends everything, and the next one doesn't look so good. You know, because uh -uh. you have you have a lot of bad people with a lot of uh, you know a lot of weapons that do a lot of really big damage in a very short amount of time that haven't been used yet. Um, so it's 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 bad and it's it's only going to get worse. Yeah, I'm afraid uh, so. I saw you uh, posted on social media, and I saw last night this new video from Project Veritas, uh, and it is a, a Pfizer executive sitting at uh, a, a dinner um, and talking about how they have talked about you know mutating the COVID virus a little bit and creating another vaccine to uh, to uh, inoculate people against it to kind to keep it going to kind of keep it going oh, there's another uh, there's another uh, uh, version of the covid we better create another vaccine um generally uh project veritas is uh, spot on on this what do you think about that uh, they're spot on they have been spot on and, and all those conspiracy theories they're all right everything yeah. you ever yeah. thought that it was not going to be true <laughs> it actually is true we have to start waking up that's the system that's the matrix that's the world that wants you to believe a certain thing and then all of a sudden you you step back and you look at the whole picture and you're like, oh, this is what's really going on. This is really is. And I can't believe it, but it is. And so when you see it with your own eyes, how the world is run and how it's done, you know, this, this COVID vaccine that came from China in a lab designed to do certain things. And these certain things are happening right now. People are falling, having heart attacks yeah. left and right. We have videos. We have people happening in front of our eyes, our family members, our friends. People are being affected by this COVID vaccines. Nobody's talking about it. And who's responsible for that? Who's actually stepping up and go, you know what? These people are responsible right here. And they're going to pay the price because all these millions of people were lied to. The mask BS, all this other stuff that it was sheep <laughs> after sheep. That yeah. it's, it's brainwashed in the way that we've seen this in like Stanley Kubrick movies. Oh, yeah. But never <laughs> in, in the history have we seen this brainwashing new era of like yeah just tell me what to do how to move and and now we're seeing even robots coming like we're gonna i'm telling you the, the future as as futuristic and great it looks like that but at the end of the day the humanity is being taken away and that's a very dangerous place to be in you know i've been uh, thinking about this and I, and I don't like to proselytize um my faith is uh, private to me uh, i am a christian uh, I absolutely, there is no doubt, and I would debate anybody in the world, I don't care who it is, I will debate anybody about the existence of God as the creator of the universe, even from a, even from a scientific status. I, I come from a, uh, a kind of a Jesuit uh, background, and, and my mother was a, a brilliant Catholic, and the Catholics, we look at philosophy and science and, and religion, and we realize they don't have to be mutually exclusive. But I really do believe we are really seeing the line between the forces of darkness and of light. And, and that is without a doubt. I mean, the yin and the yang. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Evil is the opposite of good. Duh! What do you What do you think is going on? 
Absolutely. We're, we're, we're seeing it. We're feeling it. It's just it's a spiritual warfare. And mm. now we see it more than ever when they're attacking our children. Yes, Pedophilia in Hollywood. People are using children and, and, and actually people are getting away with murder. The, you know, the way that the education system and they're allowing children to be educated about this versus education. It's 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 about sex. It's about sex, gender. It's about it's about changing. It's, that's what the devil wants. The devil wants to acquire the most beautiful and pure thing on earth. And that is a child. A child is pure. It's an angel. It doesn't have anything evil inside of them. They're pure. God created every one of us very individually, beautifully made. And so when the devil attacks that, and you see it now, you see it in Hollywood, people are not rising up, not, people are not talking about it. Every time, I never seen it with my own eyes. Uh, people in Hollywood doing because they know Antonio, that, that Antonio, that Antonio, that could you, can you hold on? I, I want to touch on that. If, do you don't mind? I, we have to take a break. I want to come back because uh, Brooke Shields has a new book out and she talks about how she was taken advantage of sexually in Hollywood. You've been yeah. closer to that than we could ever imagine. Uh, can we cover that next? Do you mind? Absolutely. All right, let's take a break. You're listening to the Rob Carson show. Say it loud and proud. Let's go, Brandon. It's the Rob Carson Show. On the Newsmax hotline is Antonio Sabato Jr. I want to remind you to support Newsmax. Get him on back, back on DirecTV so Trump rallies can be aired. Uh, just go to IWantNewsmax.com. Uh, Antonio, I wanted to ask you, and you had mentioned to me off air that you knew Brooke Shields. She's got a new book out. And a lot of the times when kids go to uh, Hollywood, they are fresh meat. They are fresh meat yeah, for the predators. Uh, Brooke has been around... You know, she's been around in Hollywood. She knows, you know, it, the thing is, you know, a lot of a lot of people have to stand up and actually have to mention names and they have to start saying, well, I've seen this and this person did that. Because one thing is is happening and we know it's been happening for quite some time, probably worse now than ever, because people talk and the and the social media can spread and show things and do things very rapidly. And, and I've seen things and stuff. But. You know, not with my own eyes, and I read things a lot, and I, I knew friends of mine that told me things that happened to them. And stuff. But people have to stand up. You know, we have a union called SAG and AFTRA. I am. It's supposed to stand up for those kinds of things, right? Mm -hmm. But the system, and like I said, even, even there, the matrix that own all that, the people that do these things, they do these dark things with children, and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and what, what Brooke is talking about in her book, um, they own the show business they own the studios they own they they have that much power to control everything yeah. and they control the media they control the agents they control the you know so they when you have so much control you know because this has been happening for a long time we have known that hollywood and the dark places of hollywood and also it's been going on for a very yeah. long time so Casting it's not couch. news to us now but now everybody's you know like 20 years later people come out and talk i'm like don't you think it's a little bit late? Yeah. You, you want to come out now and talk about it? This has to happen on a daily basis. We need to talk about it every day. And we need to talk about who are these people. Yeah. Like, we need to mention who they are. Yeah, and you know what else? If the same pathos happens in academia. You don't speak out as a conservative because you will be shut down. You're, the teacher is in front of you. You do what the exactly. teacher says. You listen to the teacher. Same thing in Hollywood or in D.C. <laughs> D.C., the same thing. You better toe that party line or you're done. You, you know, had uh, an intern in 1993 with Joe Biden. Uh, she yeah. was uh, had a promising future. Joe Biden decides to uh, sexually assault her in an elevator. Her career was over after that. Over mm -hmm. at You keep quiet or you're done. You're done. You're done. And Hollywood, all three, exact same pathos. 
Right. I mean, look at Roseanne. Roseanne was, oh. was, was she was fired right away. She had no way of talking about or standing up for herself. She did try to do it, but she was alone. Nobody stood with her. Yeah. And then they keep going with the show. And they still want to, like, be with Roseanne. I'm like, but Roseanne is not even there. The, the character, <laughs> the actress is not even there. Yeah. So they do what they want because they have the power to do what they want. They live in that bubble. Hollywood, it's a worldwide thing because they make movies everywhere and they have producers yeah. coming from or whatever. But they live in a really like in this bubble of it's 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 not it's not real. It's, yeah, it's an yeah. illusion. Let me ask you this and not political. <clears throat> for the first time in, in years, I've actually seen some of the movies nominated for the Oscars because normally I don't give a dang about it. My son's living at home, just got out of college. But I've seen some pretty darn good movies this year. Uh, do you have any, <clears throat> do you have any, uh, like, uh, everything all at once? That was crazy. Don't watch it if you have grand mal epilepsy. I'll just tell you, it's like, dang, wow, a lot of stuff yeah, going on. I tried on. to watch that film, oh. and I couldn't, I couldn't watch, like, after half an hour, I had to hit it. <laughs> I know, know, I know, like, I know. Uh, there's too much information. Uh, yeah. There's too much going on. I mean, listen, I'm backing up. That Top Gun is nominated. Yes. That's my favorite movie. Yes. So uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, I hope it wins them all. But uh, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 great that uh, Top Gun was the first yes. film that came out in the theaters and did what it did. And 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 you know I think it's like the sixth Man. number. You know the biggest think, film of all time. Think about think about that. Top Gun. They waited thirty years for a sequel. That's how powerful that franchise is, and it was so powerful to the people of America. And this guy is a white-blooded American cisgendered guy. Uh, and, and while they don't mention the enemy, assuming it is Iran, it is about patriotism. It is about sacrifice. It is about teamwork. And look at how it resonated, my friend. Unbelievable. It was, it was a hero against evil. It was just a fun film, and yeah, it was just yeah. not. It was not this uh, woke agenda in your yeah. face. It was just a good entertainment done yeah. well. Tom Cruise. I'm glad he he kept it from uh, yeah. from just being released and streaming and yeah. and, and just kept and, it. From Antonio, we got to run on that. No, we got a hard break here. God bless you, bro. Have a great weekend. We'll talk again soon. This, my friends, right. is the Rob Carson Show. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show, and it is the last hour of this here radio show, and it's going to be fun, and it's going to be informative and awesome. And at the bottom of the hour, James Rosen, who is one of my favorite uh, journalists of all time, and he works for Newsmax now. When I, I remember when he got announced as uh, you know joining Newsmax, I thought it was amazing because he's one of the few truth tellers out there. Uh, him and uh, uh, I like John Stossel. I think John Stossel kicks butt. I've loved uh, John Stossel for a long time. Um, I have a poster of him above my bed. I'm just kidding. No, I don't. But anyway, he's uh, he's amazing. Uh, uh, Darren Beatty from uh, Revolver is uh, is incredible. Uh, there there are there are a few. And he is one of them, and he's going to be joining us. Oh, by the way, uh, Donald Trump does have a campaign event tomorrow, uh, Saturday night, in uh, in uh, uh, South Carolina. Yeah. So his first big campaign event, 
just happens to be this weekend. And uh, who do you suppose uh, carries Donald Trump uh, campaign events and rallies? Oh, yeah, Newsmax. <laughs> Newsmax is, yeah. And it's kind of funny because uh, Newsmax ratings on uh, Saturday nights when uh, Donald Trump has rallies are gigantic. Are gigantic. Better than any late night show during the week. Seriously, better than if you combine Colbert and you combine Fallon, they still don't beat Newsmax on a Saturday night. So it makes you kind of wonder why, uh, why DirecTV decided to drop Newsmax night before last. You know, kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Um, this is a Jim Gossett, brand new. I want Newsmax.com to say no. I called DirecTV. I called him today. I love hauling notes. I told them to take their equipment away. Yeah, get off my roof. Cause they canceled Newsmax from DirecTV, you see. While low-rated liberal networks, they pay a fee. <laughs> yes. When they rep, she tried to assist. Yeah. <laughs> I told her, miss, yeah. if you want to know what the reason is. What is it? I am done, can't you see, with DirecTV, because I'm pissed. Your dish is on my list. At my house, your dish will not exist, because I'm pissed. DirecTV, you can take your dish back, because your dish, your dish I love that. Your dish is on my list. Your dish is on my bleep list is what it is. Uh, I want Newsmax.com. I, I think we're having a little uh, impact on DirecTV today. Yeah, we, we are. I'll just tell you right now, we're having an impact. They are hearing us at DirecTV in, in ways you can only imagine. I've had people calling, telling me, oh, we call, we're dropping it. We're, DirecTV, you're fired, the whole deal. Uh, DirecTV, you can, you can avoid this. You can avoid it. Just put us back on channel 349 like we were. Because we get it. The, the country gets it. We see how the deep state and the mainstream media and big tech got together and censored conservative thought. We know it. You felt it. And we know that last year, <clears throat> a couple of Congress women got in touch with Nancy Pelosi said, you know, uh, OAN and Fox and, and, uh, and, uh, and Newsmax, they got to go away because they're spreading disinformation and misinformation. Which means... Uh, those three entities were the only ones saying, you know, I don't think that the whole masking thing is working. And I think that, well, you know, kids should go to school during the COVID pandemic. And I don't think that, uh, I don't think you need 10 shots and boosters. And, and I think that maybe there are a lot of questions about the 2020 election and the 2016 election. And, you know, I think CRT is a bunch of crap and Black Lives Matter is a giant scam and, and all of that. So maybe you should get rid of them. And DirecTV went, okay, let's get rid of, uh, let's get rid of OAN. And they did. And they did. And they left Newsmax and they left Fox. And then on Wednesday, they decided to get rid of uh, Newsmax. Tuesday, Tuesday night at midnight. Now, they're willing to do that. And you can sit there and go, well, at least we got Fox. I can watch my Tucker every night. Well, you know, <laughs> I hate to tell you this. Uh, they're not off the radar. 
Okay, they're they're not off the radar, not one little bit. But it was a nice uh, it's a nice thought. Uh, okay, so um, let's uh, let's move on. Oh, a lot of uh, a lot of these tech companies are uh, laying off people. All of these people who were down with uh, uh, monopolizing free speech and shutting people down, Facebook, now known as Meta, they're suffering big time. And uh, now we know that Meta uh, is going to apparently end former President Donald Trump's suspension from its main platform as well as Instagram, following an announcement made at the beginning of January that it would uh, could decide on reinstating Trump in coming weeks. And uh, to which I'd say, uh, uh, what's that? screw you. Yeah, that's what I'd say. I'd say that. So the reported uh, rollback of the former president's suspension comes two years after the major platforms, all of them, including YouTube, booted him in response to the January 6th riot, which is an excuse. They just wanted to silence him. Because, you know, the 2020 election. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they, they, they took away my Facebook page the day after the election. I couldn't even say, hey, maybe there's something wrong. We ought to investigate. Nope, 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 nope. So he said that they're going to reinstate it with new guardrails in place to deter repeat offenses, which means that we want you to come back, but we're still going to take you down whenever you disagree with anything we say. So not much of a uh, reason to go back to Facebook. In fact, it's a a slap in the face. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, Facebook can go down in flames. Uh, This is the... uh, for instance, Facebook and the Instagram Institute a ban on Trump in the wake of the January 6th Capitol Hill riots that weren't really riots. Though he told the uh, protesters to peacefully let their voices be heard, asking them to go home. Mark Zuckerberg first said that the ban would be in place until Trump had finished out his uh, term, until the company's uh, semi-independent oversight board declared the ban to be appropriate. The board found that two posts by Mr. Trump on January the 6th, quote, severely violated Facebook's community standards and Instagram's community guidelines. Like they have standards. It noted... Uh, Donald Trump said, we love you, you're very special, and you are great patriots. Remember this day forever, and uh, march peacefully. Uh, Facebook looked at the words uh, very special and great patriots and ruled them to be praise in support of people engaged in violence. You see how badly all the uh, mental gymnastics they had to go through for that? That's what they did. It was, a, it was an excuse. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, Newsmax expects a fee or something. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. No, it's not. Not at all. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Donald Trump, uh, I wouldn't go back to Facebook. Let him, let him suffer. Let him suffer. And then there's this. There's two reasons for Google to exist, by the way. It's not to help you. It's not to help you. It's not, we're here to help you. We're, we're Google here. We want you to have this delightful summer salad recipe. No, 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 no. Google exists to steer you toward their advertisers and steer you away from conservatism. That's why it's there. It's there to control your thoughts. It's there to control the narrative. It's there to shut down any speech that is disinformation and misinformation, which, of course, is from the government. Nobody else could declare something disinformation and misinformation. Just the government. They're the only people in authority to be able to say that and use that as a cudgel to shut down the opposition. Duh! So the DOJ and eight states filed a lawsuit against Google accusing the tech giant of abusing its monopoly over online advertising, and they do. 
According to the lawsuit, uh, corrupt, uh, Google corrupted legitimate competition in the ad tech industry by engaging in a systematic campaign to seize control of the wide swath of high-tech tools used by publishers, advertisers, and brokers to facilitate digital advertising. So they have a, a massive, uh, well, they do. They have, look, Guys, if you don't believe me, you're hanging out with friends. You don't remember who won the World Series in 1992. Google it. There you go. Google it. And with that, normally with great power comes great responsibility. As we all learned in Batman or uh, Spider-Man, <clears throat> they decided just to abuse the hell out of us. And they're paying the price for it, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and big tech is, by the way. TikTok is laying bare the devastation of the tech wreck. Google staff, who earned viral fame by showing off their lavish offices online posts, are now filming themselves sobbing after being fired as uh, they lay off 12,000 people. Here's one of those uh, one of those videos. A day in my life getting laid off at Google. So I woke up to this really ominous text from my boss, and I honestly had no idea what it was going to be about. So I called her the minute I woke up and saw this, and she told me to check the news and my email. So I rushed downstairs to find out that I had lost access to basically everything. I couldn't log into my email or even check my calendar. I called my boss back, and we just sobbed over the phone because she was also finding out about my layoff for the first time today, too. Yeah, I've been laid off once. Uh, about three or four times. I started getting calls from a bunch of my coworkers and started finding out who else was let go on my team and some neighboring teams as well. But I think the worst part is that it seems like no one was consulted on this decision and everyone was just finding out about the layoffs at the same time. Yeah, you know, I try doing a radio show and when you leave the studio after you do a killer radio show and your boss says, hey, come into my office and you say, yeah, you know that show you did this morning? Yeah, I know, boss, is pretty cool. And the boss says, yeah, that was your last one here. Yeah. It just felt like a really bad game of Russian roulette, and there was no consistency around who was let go. It was also not performance-based, so it just felt really random. I opened up LinkedIn, which honestly was not great for my mental health. There were so Oh, I think your mental health is, uh, I think it's a problem pretty much. Uh, uh, and, and it's kind of funny because a lot of these uh, employees, uh, like her, she talked about how they had the Google-themed rooms, uh, free lunches, they had speakeasy, they'd have happy hours there. I'm not good. Uh, they had... Uh, uh, in Google's L.A. office, it was a previous aircraft hangar. Uh, this uh, vlogger in 2021 gave a, gave a tour to showcase the Zero crab Gravity and Peter Pan-themed rooms. Yeah, That place where you weld, do, do they have that? I just want to check that out. Yeah. Uh, then there's the uh, coffee shop, glitzy confetti room, full-body massage chair. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a little bit more on this, uh, <clears throat> and one of the uh, one of the real heartbreakers of the uh, the layoffs at big tech, the abusive uh, uh, big tech uh, that are very left of center and give most of their political donations to uh, Democrats while silencing uh, conservatives. When you hear the loss that they are experiencing, you will weep with joy. I mean, you will, you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll definitely. Um, really feel bad and i'm going to share the details on that on the other side of this this is the rob carson show ain't freedom of expression great to follow rob carson on social media go to truth social getter facebook and twitter at rob carson show if you would go to social media that'd be great because i have a feeling well i know i'm being uh, uh restricted 
literally, I've been on Twitter, and, and I, I don't I don't look at it as a, a bellwether for uh, popularity or whatever. Um, uh, Twitter, I've had 5,700 followers for about six or eight years. <laughs> it's under Rob Carson, and, and I don't know. Uh, I just kind of have a feeling that, you know, once you get a nationally syndicated radio show and a talk show, generally you're... Uh, uh, or in a TV show, normally your social media explodes, um, but not so much with that. And then I know for a fact that I'm being restricted on Facebook. I was just taking a literally, I decided to, uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, just to see if my Rob Carson show page, I don't mess with the Rob Carson page, because that's more like family and stuff like that. But the Rob Carson show page, I just decided to screw with them, see if they were still shutting down conservative speech. So I just wrote, um, I don't know what it was like, uh, COVID is a lie or something. I don't know. It was just like just something to throw out there, which made no sense. COVID is a lie. That makes no sense at all. It's just COVID is a lie. It makes no sense. It's not like COVID instructions for the government are a lie or COVID masking is a lie. It was just COVID is a lie. And they shut me down. <laughs> I mean, it, was like, it was like, boom. So I know that, uh, that people are... Well, take me now. So if you want to try it today, just for bleeps and giggles, uh, you know, try to follow me on Twitter. See if we can get it above 6,000. Just for just for the hell of it. Just try it. Just try it. Just try to go to uh, just go to Twitter.com. Rob Carson. Just Rob Carson. 5,773 followers right now. And see if we can get it over. Just it shouldn't be much of a thing to go to Rob Carson on Twitter and try to take me over 6,000 followers again, which I don't even care, really. I mean, if you want to, that's great. I do put stuff up all the time. I put entertaining stuff and whatever. But anyway, uh, just go there to uh, you know, Twitter, Rob Carson. See if see if maybe there are indeed some serious limitations on my reach. Uh, so I had mentioned earlier, and, and I, I don't want to be insensitive here. I, I don't want to because, you know, a lot of millennials and Gen Zers, they, they uh, got jobs. They got plum jobs at places like Google and, and Facebook and uh, Twitter, and they have these glorious campuses. And in case you didn't uh, mention this to hear this, uh, Google had some themed rooms and free lunches and a speakeasy and all that, and they had a confetti room in one of their offices and a coffee shop and uh, full body ma- chairs and free lunches and there was there was a story i just saw there's a uh, there's a vlogger sedoni francis uh, she has more than two hundred thirty thousand followers on tiktok stop it she likes long walks on the beach and uh, she had an office in new york and then she had a thing a day in the life video she put up and uh, she arrived at, at, at work and she did it before breakfast which she normally never does and uh, she went there and had an uh, uh, Breakfast consisting of French toast and a creme fraiche egg scramble, which is delightful, and then going into work. And, and now all of that, all of that is gone. All of it's gone. And I hate to tell you this, but Walmart doesn't have confetti rooms. And they don't have massage chairs. Sam's Club does, but they're for customers. And then there's this. But the Civil War music behind it would be good. You might want to sit down for this. Google has fired uh, 1,845 employees in California, affecting 27 on-site masseuses. <laughs> masseuse. I'm a masseuse. There you go. Uh, <clears throat> 27 masseuses who worked for Google, lost their jobs as part of the company's largest ever round of layoffs. Google eliminated 1,800 workers in California, 1.5% of whom were on-site massage therapists that would provide the services to staff as rewards for good work. I don't think they have those at uh, 
the drive-thru at Popeye's. Um, just saying. These initial layoffs were filed on the same day as CEO of Google and its parent company, Alphabet, Sundar Pichai, announced that it would cut 12,000 employees or 6% of its, uh, of its workforce there. 1,845 initial cuts, 1,436 uh, affected workers in the company's Mountain View home quarters. And in Mountain View, apparently, two dozen of the in-staff masseuses had been working there, and uh, they've been laid off. They've been laid off. See, in Washington, D.C., uh, if, if, if they had masseuses in Washington, D.C., they were laid off. There would be a dozen senators who would gladly step in for them and massage the hell out of you, particularly if you're an intern. So anyway, uh, Google and the other California companies like Amazon and Meta are known for having unconventional campuses that offer employee uh, perks like juice boxes and spas and, and masseuses. So there you go. So a lot of masseuses are going to be um, you know, applying it wherever. So uh, the positive is that... Uh, uh, well, the, it's negative and positive. The, these tech workers' uh, layoffs represent a shift in the labor market and a heightened demand for blue-collar workers. So that's the positive. That, that's the positive. Uh, Walmart has announced that it would increase its uh, minimum wage for all employees for 12 to $14 an hour. So while you are not getting your masseuse and your uh, brioche uh, toast with the eggs and uh, the confetti chair and the anti-gravity rooms and all that stuff, I mean, you know, you'll still, you'll, you'll still have a job. They have massage chairs. They just sell them, um, you know, so you probably wouldn't want to sit on them. Probably the boss at the moment would say, yeah, that's not uh, that's for the customer. So if you would, please just... Uh, Head back over there, and maybe considering your skill level and your attitude in a couple of years, you can work up to cashier. We'll see. Uh, maybe. Oh, and IBM just cut uh, 3,900 jobs, 1.5% of its workforce after companies. A company misses annual cash targets in the latest rounds of rich session layoffs. So uh, if you think that the Biden economy is going to get better in 2023, uh, you are dreadfully, dreadfully, dreadfully wrong. And I do not say this with any joy. Only when it comes to those who uh, censor speech and have uh, attacked conservatives. I don't care about them. You can go work at Walmart. Go work whatever. But uh, I don't say this out of a sense of joy because I've been there. I've lost my job. I've been told after the show, ah, your last show was today. Bye-bye. But you don't get the kind of uh, perks and you certainly don't get the kind of severance, <laughs> uh, at least in my life. Uh, James Rosen's next. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. abuses and usurpations do you not understand it's the rob carson show it is the rob carson show joining us in just a second james rosen reporter for newsmax one of my favorite journalists of all time direct tv they cancel newsmax Tuesday. with a phony argument they have no proof yeah go to uh, i want newsmax.com to say Put it back on. So direct TV, I canceled today and said, come get your dish off of my roof. This is Jim Gossett, by the way. <laughs> off my roof, that's where their dish will go. Let's put it in that trash can over there. Oh, you're going to take it with you? That's fine. I don't care. Cause what they did to Newsmax was so low. And the uh, MOAM last year. Just go mm. get it off my roof. <laughs> Direct TV, they pay 
fat fees to left-wing networks that nobody sees. Like Vice. <laughs> please direct TV. Yeah, just get on my roof. Uh, <laughs> James Rosen joins us on the uh, Newsbacks Hotline. How are you today, sir? I'm I'm staggered by the genius of, I know. The, uh, of the musical accompaniment. I, I know. Anything to set you up. I didn't want to upstage you, James. I, I didn't. I, I hope I didn't do that. <laughs> well, it's not hard to do that. But thank right. you for having me, Rob. It's great to be yeah. back with you. Let me ask you this, uh, because this morning someone uh, asked me earlier on, uh, and I know last year they got rid of uh, OAN and, and uh, there was uh, seemingly some sort of directive from Congress to get rid of disinformation and misinformation, which is anything the government uh, considers, you know, counter what they're pushing. Uh, duh, Joseph Stalin. But anyway, OAN goes away last year. Uh, Newsmax goes away Tuesday. This weekend <laughs> is Donald Trump's first campaign event. Do you suppose that some of this might have been not only just to squelch Newsmax, which was in the in the planning, I believe, and then eventually Fox. Do you suppose that maybe the upcoming election season, which uh, it kicks off this weekend, essentially, or did when Donald Trump announced his candidacy a few weeks ago? Do you suppose that might have had something to do with it, since Newsmax carries the uh, the events. Rob, I wouldn't want to speculate on on the motivations of an individual uh, media entity like like. DirecTV. Um, I cover the White House for Newsmax. Um, I help our viewers stay informed about what the president and his team are doing or not doing, um, how they're succeeding and failing in, in various policy arenas. Um, and, um, you know, I'm confident the situation you're describing, you're referring to, will be worked out. Um, and, um, and I know that, uh, the people who want to get the news that we offer on Newsmax will have every chance to do so. Yeah. You have journalistic standards. I do not. Uh, so, so let me ask you this. Uh, no, but I am about truth, by the way. Uh, let me ask you about the latest round of, uh, of, uh, classified documents, um, particularly one that had, uh, these, uh, talking points where apparently, uh, Hunter Biden had information that seemed to be, very, very inside when he was working with his uh, business associate, um, uh, Devin Archer. What, what's happening? What's the latest development as far as the uh, the Biden documents being found, other documents, other people like Mike Pence saying they have them? And, and where do you suppose this is going to go? Well, the latest development would appear to be published reporting uh, originally with CNN that, uh, to the effect that the Department of Justice was ready to execute a search warrant or to seek a search warrant from a federal judge um, if President Biden did not voluntarily allow the FBI in to search the Wilmington residence. And you'll recall that on last Friday, FBI personnel spent uh, the better part of 13 hours from around 9.45 in the morning to 11.30 at night searching that residence and coming up with still more classified material than what we were told by the White House, which was that the search was complete and uh, they're including the search of the Wilmington residence. Um, so apparently the FBI and the Department of Justice uh, viewed the Biden case with a seriousness akin to that with which they viewed the Trump case, because they were, according to CNN, ready to go and get a search warrant executed uh, to search that residence if the president did not um, voluntarily allow it. Now, the president's going to be going to Camp David this weekend. It wouldn't be the first time. Uh, President Biden has spent the weekend at Camp David before, but it's unusual for him. Typically, he spends his weekends out at his beach house in Rehoboth, and that is the one outstanding location, or one of the couple of outstanding locations 
that uh, where where the president spends time. Uh, it is the uh, one of two of his personal residences. The other one in Wilmington, obviously having disgorged some number of classified documents. So it would be natural and logical for investigators to want to have access to Rehoboth. The White House refuses to say if they've made that offer. Uh, but the presence of the president and the first lady at Camp David this coming weekend, instead of Rehoboth, has some eyebrows raised, let's say, Rob. Well, if you find classified documents in a location, and I and I uh, posited this last week, because he went to uh, uh, Delaware last week, and I'm like, wait, 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 he just found classified documents. How could he do that? Uh, you would think, even if you, regardless of what you think about Joe Biden, that the FBI would say, oh, no, 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 no. <clears throat> you can't do that, but uh, but apparently he did. So you're you're uh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, I want to ask you if you don't mind about uh, what's going on with the intelligence community and the uh, uh, Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell being uh, relieved of their duties on that, and the the uh, uh, reaction from Democrats versus Republicans. Uh, what's the latest on on that um, uh, with regard to uh, Kevin McCarthy's decision to remove those individuals from the intelligence committee? Well, I think it's 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 a decision that's going to stick, and I think that we're not going to see Mr. Schiff or Swalwell on that committee. We've already seen, however, Adam Schiff uh, lifting his gaze elsewhere. He has uh, announced that he's going to enter a Democratic primary uh, for the uh, Senate seat that is currently occupied by his fellow Democrat, uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein, who's 89 years old. Um, and uh, who has not said that she doesn't necessarily intend to seek an, uh, another term. She says she's still making up her mind, but uh, Congressman Schiff has, has thrown his hat into that ring. Um, I think it's, it's a mark of the, the hyper-politicization of our times, that, uh, that a speaker would be bouncing specific members uh, from the Intelligence Committee. Historically, the Intelligence Committee's were, uh, or at least sought to portray themselves as bastions of collegiality, of professionalism that were somewhat insulated from, from politics and from the sort of uh, the mudslinging and so on. Uh, but, you know, under the tenure of the previous House Intelligence Chairman, Devin Nunes, we saw that uh, there was a move to, um, to uh, sideline Nunes, uh, because of his work on the on the Trump Russia case, um, and complaints about his uh, willingness at a certain point to share materials with the Trump White House, uh, this related to the what we call investigate the investigators, the, the the folks who were investigating the origins of the Trump Russia FBI probe, uh, and whether it was properly predicated from a law enforcement point of view, um, and and it took Nunes some time to defend himself against the allegations. Ultimately, nothing came of them. And he was allowed to resume his work unfettered on that committee. But it was an early taste of what we're seeing now uh, with some sort of payback from Kevin McCarthy, the new House Speaker, uh, bouncing uh, Swalwell and Schiff from the Intelligence Committee. Um, uh, it, th- these committees uh, weren't always uh, this much infected by bipartisan politics. But uh, here we are. Yeah, Mike Pompeo said excuse me, yesterday, I believe it was on the five, uh, said that he believes, uh, well, he, he knows that, that uh, Schiff may have, uh, you know, he would leak uh, information that he got from the Intelligence Committee. I would assume you cannot uh, comment on that. 
Uh, do you have any evidence of, of that? If, is, there, is there a buzz going on about that? Because I know that one of the th- reasons why Swalwell's not on is because yeah, he had a relationship with a woman who apparently was uh, an agent of the Chinese government. Uh, what have you heard about their reasoning, not just political payback, but, but the, the reasoning why it's, why it's important to get them off of such a, an important uh, committee? Well, the Republicans consider that Adam Schiff promoted a lie for the better part of two years with respect to the Trump-Russia probe. Uh, and there were points at which uh, Congressman Schiff claimed to have evidence uh, beyond what was known publicly uh, that pointed to some uh, misconduct by President Trump, uh, either as a candidate or in his relations with Vladimir Putin. Um, and, and in Swalwell's case, it it's, has to do with the matter that you referenced. Um, but, I, you know, the bottom line is they're not going to be on that committee. Um, and, uh, you know, the House, in- the House Intelligence Committee has never been free from leaking. Uh, and the origins of these two committees, the House and Senate Select Committees on Intelligence, um, really go back to the mid-1970s, the post-Watergate period, and the Pike and Church Committees, which were the House and, and Senate committees that were stood up to investigate the history of the intelligence community. Uh, and those original characters, Pike and Church themselves, were notorious leakers. Um, and so, uh, you know, if, if there's been leaking going on in the latter day uh, and, and, and there's no leakier place in Washington than Capitol Hill, uh, yeah. it would spring from a fine tradition of it, uh, especially where these select committees are concerned. James Rosen is uh, on the Newsmax hotline with us. I, I'm curious, for those who don't know, and, and I, I lived in Washington, D.C. for a dozen years, uh, and, and I don't know the answers to a lot of these things, but what is the... What is the advantage to belonging and being assigned to one of these committees to uh, a member of Congress? What is what what is the is it about uh, serving their constituents? Is it about prestige? Is there is there a bump in pay? I mean, why, why do people want to be a part of these committees? I'm very curious about this. Yeah, there's no bump in pay, but uh, some are considered <laughs> frontline committees. Um, it really has to do with uh, the the district uh, a member serves. Uh, and what the interests of that constituency are, which you were astute to mention. So, for example, if you come from uh, Wyoming or, or if you are representing, um, an, you know, Kansas, let's say, um, you're going to want to be on the committees that have to do with uh, fish and wildlife or conservation or agriculture. Um, but if you're an attorney, um, your, your chances are you're going to want to be on the Judiciary Committee. Um, the foreign affairs uh, and judiciary and the intel committees, uh, these are considered frontline assignments. There are those members of Congress who, want, who are very interested in, in the nation's economy and, and the finances and, and the spending. And so there's a difference between legislators and appropriators. The appropriators are the ones who actually vote on the purse strings. Uh, but uh, there are those who want to who have a hand in, in shaping our tax laws. And so if that's the case, then you definitely want to sit on the House Ways and Means Committee. Uh, so it depends on the given interests of the individual, their career background, um, but also the districts they serve. I'm thinking that Eric Swalwell should go to the Foreign Affairs Committee. I mean, I think it would make sense, wouldn't it? Um, but anyway, uh, let me ask you the Foreign Affairs, because he had an affair. Okay, anyway, um, let me ask you this, uh, James Rosen. Uh, non-politically, do you have a dog in the hunt in the uh, NFL playoffs this weekend? I do not. You do I'm, not. I'm, I'm apolitical where football is concerned. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be unbiased in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, if, uh, 
if it were baseball, I might have, you know, some, some great bias to, to reveal. Well, you're not like that with the kids. Like, you know, tonight, uh, what do you want, honey? Should we go to Red Robin? I don't care. I don't have a decision on either one of those. You go ahead. Oh, especially when it's my wife asking. You bet I don't have an opinion. <laughs> All right, James Rosen, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate your work for Newsmax. And uh, and I, I'm just, like I said, you, I think you know I'm a big fan of, of your journalistic endeavors. So uh, have thank a you, great Robin. weekend. See you again soon. We will. We definitely will. Oh, and your book, your book, your book. I got to get this book. Uh, your book, Scalia, is coming out in March 7th, right? That's right. You can pre-order on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. If you go to Barnes & Noble's website, you can get a 25% discount by using the code PREORDER25. The name of the book, Scalia, Rise to Greatness, 1936 to 1986. It is the story of uh, Antonin Scalia's life until the very moment he sits down in the Supreme Court chair. The next time we have you on, I want to just talk about your research for this book because I think it's fascinating. Let's do it. Um, if you go to my, my uh, Twitter feed, at James Rosen TV, that's at James Rosen TV, you can find all the information I just shouted out at you. All right. Have a uh, glorious weekend, my friend. We'll talk soon. This is The Rob Carson Show. James Rosen for uh, joining me today on the show. He is uh, one of my favorites as far as journalists are concerned. And uh, we'll have him on to talk about his book, by the way, James Rosen TV at Twitter. Uh, I haven't talked a lot about the uh, shootings in California with the uh, Asian Community Center in Monterey. Uh, but I, I do want to bring this up because generally, uh, you know, you're going to get the same old stuff. You're going to get Democrats while the bodies are still warm saying, you got to get rid of guns <clears throat> and all that stuff. But uh, one thing that really ticks me off is when uh, people immediately assume the worst of America, and they're always Democrats. They always think the worst of America. And uh, Adam Schiff, for instance, uh, highlighted bigger bigotry toward uh, Asian, American, and Pacific Islanders, always a possible motive. Only problem is the guys who did the shooting, both of them were uh, Asian descent, and they went after Asian people, including Hukan Tran, 72-year-old Asian male, who went to the uh, dance hall and killed 11 people and was... Uh, was defeated by an unarmed individual and uh, and stopped from killing even more. Uh, you got uh, Los Angeles Times on Sunday said that the uh, New Year massacre raises fear, anti-Asian hate, even as detectives seek motive. The story's uh, second paragraph began. Uh, it says, authorities said, based on preliminary description, that the gunman was an Asian male. Okay, But here's the thing. Uh, there are Asian hate crimes happening in America, and they are happening in cities like San Francisco. They've been going on for at least uh, 12, 15 years, uh, and they're largely committed by people of color against Asian people. Just do a little research. I don't know why it is. I don't know why it's happening. Happened in New York, too. I don't know why it is, but that's just the way it is. And uh, and then again, like I said, Democrats always do a couple things. They always look at these events to think the worst of America and then to go after the uh, the Second Amendment. Um, and, and a couple of morons who uh, who were talking about uh, the Second Amendment. First is uh, Governor Gavin Newsom. He said that the, uh, the Second Amendment is becoming a suicide pact, which is so ungodly stupid. I mean, the Second Amendment is becoming a suicide pact, it feels like. A suicide pack is an agreement between two individuals to commit suicide together. So it's, it's really uh, stupid. <clears throat> and then there's the debate about, uh, about gun violence in the country. And, uh, and here's the thing. In a country where you are allowed to have uh, guns, there are restrictions, and, and there are some things that would keep you from getting along with the felony, uh, you know, things like that, um, things are going to happen.
Uh, same way with uh, baseball bats. You know, they don't ask baseball bats and knives. Uh, a lot of people die by hammers and knives and all sorts of ways. Where there's a will, there's a way as far as ending life. I can't get in the, in the mind of a murderer, but they do it. And to just say this is exclusive to guns is stupid. All right. And by the way, you are guaranteed by the Second Amendment to possess weapons of war. Do you know why? Let me explain it to you because you're never going to hear it from anybody else. At the time we did the Declaration of Independence, we were abused and, you know, we were experiencing abuses and usurpations, as is mentioned in the Declaration of Independence, from the British Crown, taxation without representation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the people who took up arms against the, uh, the uh, British Crown were the militia. Were they were you and me, they were, they were uh, the common man with in possession of firearms, and they were able to uh, marshal forces, they were able to use their own weapons to defeat the British Crown. And when they created the Constitution of the United States, do you suppose after defeating this all-powerful British Crown with weapons of their own, that they would write in the Constitution a Second Amendment which guaranteed the ability to hunt deer and target practice? Mike Drop. But that doesn't stop people from saying stupid crap like, um, like, uh, oh, Cory Booker. This is Cory Booker talking about gun violence and everything. One of the number one reasons, if you turn to our founders, that this nation was formed. Oh, he's pointing at the founders. For the common defense. And now we have more people in America in my short lifetime. Defense is what uh, you have to do against all, power gov all powerful governments. Have died due to gun violence than in every single one of our wars from the civil war and the revolutionary war to the wars in the middle east combined okay why are you doing anything about the crisis in the black community uh for the last 53 of your stinking years where the murder rate is 13 times the national average black on black done let's take a break come back wrap things up this my friends is a rob carson show all right, guys, that's going to do it for the show. Uh, you'll definitely want to check out this podcast and share it with others because it was pretty darn epic. Uh, just go to Newsmax.com slash uh, listen and go to I Want Newsmax to get us back on DirecTV or just say DirecTV, you're fired. I'll be back tomorrow. God bless you. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.